Hello, hello. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Hmm. Man, I don't know about you, but uh, my mind has been quite preoccupied the past few days, and uh, I know yours has been as well. What with what's going on up there, and and the the fires that got close to you guys, yeah. Yeah, we had a little bit of a fire scare, but nothing uh, nothing come near came near our dwelling. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, uh, as a couple of dudes who, oh, by the way, welcome to the Vinny and John show. This is a show. <laughs> yeah, podcast. We're, we're not just having a random conversation and, and you're like uh, the ones that get to peep in on it. No, this is actually on purpose, kind of. <laughs> well, it's sort of it, it is, though. They do get to yeah. kind of peep in. It's kind of weird. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is this is legit. For those of you that don't know us, this is legit how we are. This is not an act. <laughs> when we go out to get coffee or or whatever, this is actually how the conversations go. No lie. I'm pretending to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm yeah. pretending to talk too much. <laughs> oh, that was funny. All right. <laughs> so as anyone who loves the lord knows sometimes god pulls an audible yeah yeah and sometimes he does what he wants with a willing vessel and sometimes that's literally changing your plans in the very last moments yeah. uh right before you're supposed to do something and that's kind of what happened tonight um, I felt it heavy on my heart to talk about anxiety. And this is probably a topic we're going to revisit many times uh, because this is honestly one of our biggest enemies today, I think, is anxiety. Wouldn't you say? Definitely. Uh, and especially recently with all this uh, pandemic stuff going on, people in their homes worried about bills worried about their health worried about what's going to happen tomorrow just it's it, it's it's a pandemic anxiety mm -hmm. and worry and even even depression and anxiety but just in general yeah absolutely yeah it it really is the thing that becomes stronger than it needs to be we kind of prop it up when when it comes around and we uh we exalt it we exalt yeah. it and uh, we turn it almost into an idol in the fact that we let it control our lives and we let it steer us and we let it affect the way that we speak, that we interact with our brothers and sisters, that we interact mm -hmm. with strangers. Yeah. And uh, we let it, and I say let because it's something that every single human being at some point in their life has felt, but there are some folks that allow it to afflict them. Now, of course, I'm not talking about folks who have gone through uh, mental illness, who have clinical, uh, you know, um, uh, psychological problems or not problems, struggles, mm -hmm. struggles, something to overcome. I'm not talking about those folks because, you know, a lot of the times people have to take meds or whatever to help fight things. I'm talking about the average, average, that is the word average and every day put together. Average. <laughs> Can I just say that John is by far more educated on this subject than I am. You actually work or worked in mental health for years. So you know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to come at this from a observational layman, if you will, standpoint. Hey, but I tell you what, though, uh, a lot of the stuff that you've seen and a lot of the stuff that I've seen is similar. Mm -hmm. It's it's tied in because you wouldn't believe how many of the folks that I had the privilege of of meeting at the psych hospital who uh, were honestly just deceived and tormented. Mm -hmm. And once you tell them the truth yeah. and once once you let them know what the truth actually is, not only according to the Bible, but just according to 
you know, basic human decency because a lot of the folks just weren't treated right by trusted people. And it, 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 it put them in a really bad spot. And so mm. I, I like to frame anxiety in a way that people can tackle, that they can overcome, that they, that they realize that anxiety is a hurdle that can be overcome. Right. That it can be conquered, that it can be, uh, if not completely obliterated, extremely minimized. Yeah. As a matter of yeah. fact, before this season, I'm not bragging. This is the power of God. I'm not bragging. Before this current season that we're all in together, I experienced very, 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 very little anxiety, I'd say, over the past six years. Praise God. Very, very little. And it's like, it was all God. It was all God because, you know, I remember I used to have uh, panic attacks back in the day. Yeesh. And, you know, okay, so just so everyone realizes, you need to shed light on this stuff. Don't keep it hidden. Don't, don't suffer in silence. Suffering in silence is the dumbest thing you could possibly do because you're going to suffer. And I say dumb because... I'm, I'm coming from perspective of having been there. Yeah. Of having been there. And it was really stupid when I'm literally surrounded by people who would love nothing better than to give me encouragement. And so we, a lot of the times we'll, we'll be quiet about the things that are hurting. Even when someone pokes it, we won't say anything because we think that we're somehow being noble and being quiet. And it's not, it's not the truth. We need to shine a light on these things. We need to point them out. We need to yep. drag them kicking and screaming into the light so that it can be attacked on purpose with prayer and with support and with whatever other means that the Lord uh, uh, weaponizes us with. Because we have weapons of righteousness. That's right. We're equipped, aren't we, Vinny? We have an arsenal. Mm. And it's a responsibility to use it. It's not, yeah. Like, like you said, not only do we have an arsenal for ourselves, but we were not created to be islands. We were not created, like you said, to keep it under wraps. We were created to go to our brothers, to go to our sisters, to, you know, if if to confess not only your faults but to to open up about things that we're going through and we're, people are in our lives for a reason. Yes. This isn't random. This isn't, you know, you just happen to have a certain number of people. You were born for such a time as this to minister to someone or someone is in your life to minister to you. And God planned it that way. It's beautiful. He designed it that way. He did. Yeah. And, and anxiety is such a sneaky little prick. <laughs> he really is like i say he because you know i look at anxiety as an attribute of the devil mm -hmm. yeah you know because i remember our pastor one of our pastors pastor trey saying many years ago that someone can only give you what they have inside of them Yep. And so whenever you are interacting with someone and they're acting like a complete jerk, stop for a second and think, why are they acting like a complete jerk? Why yep. is it that inside of them, all they have is complete jerk? Jerk yep. Right? Who put that, who put that there? A liar. Right? A who, liar. Yes. An accuser. Yes. Yeah. And so when I talk about anxiety, and I, I pointed out as a he, the reason that it gets pushed on us is because it is, an, it is a, a, a fruit of the devil, of darkness. It's, it's a fruit of pain. It's a fruit of all the things that the devil, Satan, is going to be afflicted with for all eternity. Yeah. And so because he... Yeah. Yeah. Preach. Because he's anxious. Yeah. He's anxious. He's a scared little mm. mm -hmm. <laughs> freaking dude. Guy. 
stupid. Yeah, BB. Former uh, angel. B hatch. Beelzebub. I don't know how. <laughs> because that's what he has to look forward to. That's right. Woo. He filches it off on us. Yeah. Woo. As if there's an actual reason. Nope. Do you know I've been anxious? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this because I'm not gonna keep it quiet. And this might potentially get heard by thousands of or millions of people someday. I don't know if this thing blows up, but I, I don't care. Not. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you people. <laughs> we do. We legit do. Like whoever's yeah, listening yeah. to this, we we legit love you. And if you email us at the Vinny and John show at uh, was it Zoho Zohomail.com, we yeah. would love to pray with you and we sure. would love to uh, commune with you as a brother and sister in Christ or someone who's just curious about Jesus. And can I add um, if you see this, like and comment, share it with your friends if you feel led. Uh, we'd love to to have you guys aboard. Share it with absolutely. others. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And so you were going to say, what were we talking about? Yes. <laughs> talking about anxiety uh, that you've experienced. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I've literally, the past several days, been anxious over a piece of paper. A piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. A piece, no. It's, a, it's a questionnaire that I received. As, um, I'm, I'm currently in a medical situation, and they're asking me a bunch of very intrusive medical questions. Mm. And they, they put on the questionnaire that basically... You better not forget anything, or it's going to look like you're hiding the truth. Oh boy! And so then, me being the the uh, person that I am, I I like to be accurate in my communications. Sometimes, so much so, I end up repeating myself. You know, I I've been married to my best friend for 16 years, and Jennifer, I love you. I love you, <laughs> You're awesome. And Oh, she is. I love her so much. But there are times when I will say something and she'll be like, I, I already know. You, you told me. You, you told me this like five times last week. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Just yeah. just so I can make sure that it was said. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Like repeat yourself? I repeat myself a oh, lot. I know I do. Oh, my gosh, bro. When I get excited about something, I will tell the same person four times in the same day. And it, it doesn't like <laughs> register in my mind sometimes that I, I just said it. Like, don't worry, sir, you're you're not alone. You're not alone. I'm glad. That yeah. makes me see this is why we're friends. This is why we're bros. Well, yeah, <laughs> and it happens when I'm just like, you know, you know, I just gotta say something to someone. Oh yeah. So I say it three times. And, and I <laughs> Oh yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like, and I know we're not the only ones. There's other people out there that y'all y'all do this too at yeah. some point. Don't yeah. Lie. Uh, <laughs> but I like to think that the reason I do this is because I enjoy being accurate. Yeah. I, I like, I like to make sure, and this isn't like a cockiness. This isn't like bored from pride. This right. is like something that the Lord's been dealing with me for many years mm-hmm. about using my words and communications in a way that is true and accurate. That's right. Because if you're saying it, you're going to be held accountable to it. And if John, you're reporting it, that's how I know. Oh you're yeah, not, that's how I know you're not a stormtrooper. <laughs> <You're accurate. laughs> but, but go on, go on. Oh my god, serious moment. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this meme one time. It was a stormtrooper looking at a an ad. And it was for a alarm clock that was like a light gun from a Nintendo. And it says the only way to shut it off is to shoot it with this light gun. And the stormtrooper was like, I haven't slept in days. Like, <laughs> That's great. Anyone doesn't know what oh. Star Wars is, you need to read a book or watch a movie. Oh, Something yeah. <laughs> 
so this desire for me to be accurate. Yes, yes. And, and this desire for me to fill out this form to the best of my ability has literally caused me anxiety because I desire to be accurate. And sometimes I can't always remember every single thing that happens to me. Yeah. Because I've, I've forgiven and forgave and forgot to the best of my ability a lot of stuff. Bro, and this, not to interrupt you, but I am. Same here. Yeah. I don't freaking like having to remember stuff that happened to me. I don't. Yeah. Is that bad? I don't know. It's, it's just what what's the point? I know you had to for your form, but what's I just well, <sighs> So I okay, so you know how uh, God mm-hmm. our father mm-hmm. does not afflict us and put ill things on us to punish us. However, say that. However, if we have been afflicted by these various things because we live in this earth, because we wear these flesh suits, because we were born into sin and we we all have struggle in our bodies. Mm-hmm. God can use it. Yeah. Give it to him. He can use it. And he can use it and flip it to where it becomes our benefit and magnifies his kingdom. Because someone will look at us and go, wait a minute, you are a blubbering anxious mess. What's going on now? And you're like, I don't know. And they're like, what do you mean? I don't know. I just forgot it. I'm just not. Yeah. Reprogrammed. Like, yeah. Like, like we were talking about last week, the word repent is just change the way you think, change your thought pattern. Like, I don't yes. live there anymore. That's not the way I live. That's not the way I operate. Different operating system. I've downloaded yes. a new, new operating system, and I don't think in thought patterns that lead to anxiety anymore in Jesus' name. As long, yes, uh, amen, as long as it's not iOS, because <laughs> I hate Apple. <laughs> Apple is not. The, the original sin was actually associated. And that, with- oh, oh, coincidence? I think not. <laughs> we're kidding. No one knows what it was. It doesn't say. But we're just. That's right. Apple does that. But. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, but, but he can take these things that we have in us that used to produce anxiety. Yeah. And flip it and use it for for our benefit, for his benefit, and to show his goodness. Amen. Right? And so there are things that I just can't remember. And it's the feeling is gone. And I might have like fleeting memories. But for the most part, there are certain things can't remember now of course there are others that i completely remember because a lot of trauma was involved and, and trauma and pain creates strong memory but the pain is not there anymore the the anxiety the 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 part of it the part of the memory that actually still stings is gone right and so trying to fill up this form I've literally emailed people at my job like, hey, can you send me a list of every single time that I've been attacked at my job? Because I work at a psych hospital. It happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I I love working with the uh, mentally ill folks because it's just that's where my heart is. And, you know, they're just people, just people with extra hurdles that need a little extra help. That's all. Um, But, you know, every once in a while you get attacked. And so I'm trying to sit here and remember every single time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's been dozens I can't remember. I can't remember every day. And so this stupid form has literally been producing in me anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety is not a fruit of the spirit. Nope. Anxiety is not a fruit of the spirit. It's not a fruit of the spirit. Anxiety. And I'm going to keep saying this. Why am I going to keep saying this? Because we need to get used to using our words to fight this stuff. We have to. Bam. Bam. We we have to use our words. Are you pulling up because a scripture? I hear I hear pages flipping, sir. You do. I am turning 
to Galatians 5 right mm-hmm. now. Do it. Mm. Galatians 5. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to read starting Galatians 5 starting at verse 16. So I say, live by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature for the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature they are in conflict with each other so that you do not know what you want but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law the acts of the sinful nature are obvious and so here we go there's a differentiation now being made between things that are of the spirit and things that are of the flesh sexual immorality impurity, debauchery, idolatry. Mm. Remember, we, were, we started this off by saying that anxiety can be an idol. Mm-hmm. Yep. John, can you hear me, sir? I got disconnected for a second. How dumb the devil is. Wow. He thinks he can stop this podcast. This is a (laughs) podcast. It will not be stopped. We will not be stopping. End of story. No. For those of you who caught on that I'm not still currently reading a scripture, both (laughs) of the phones just decided to cut off at the same time and interrupt what we were doing. And so we're just not going to pay attention to that. And we're going to plow forward and we're going to keep shaming the devil. And we're going to keep talking about this this subject, about anxiety and about the power that we have over it, because we refuse those who are (laughs) filled with the spirit of God. Right. Those who are filled with our sons of God. We are the children of God. We are his kids. He loves us yeah. and he's given us power and authority. And he has us in his kingdom and he tells us what we are able to do. And so what we're going to do is keep shaming the devil. And we're going to keep shining a light on these things that are afflicting people. And we're going to carry forward. How's that sound, brother? That sounds wonderful, sir. That sounds like a mm-hmm. plan. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. 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 So, I was reading Galatians 5, and I started oh. at verse 16, and I'm going to start reading from verse 19, because we were talking mm-hmm. about anxiety, and mm-hmm. we were talking about how stupid it was, and we had mentioned that I, um, anxiety is a form of idolatry, mm-hmm. because an idol is something that you worship, something that has influence over you, something that you look to. As a is a is a source of power. Yep. And so I'm going to start reading at verse 19, Galatians 5, mm-hmm. 19. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious: sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish, selfish not to be confused with shellfish, which are delicious crustaceans that come from the ocean. (laughs) Selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And you know when it says they will not inherit the kingdom of God? I like to think of it more as they cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. They lack the ability to. Because we know that those that are filled with the Spirit, those that are covered by the blood of Jesus, that those that are in the process of metanoia, like we spoke about last week, and, and those that are in the process of being formed by God, they are the sons of God, and they are filled with the Spirit, and they are inheriting the kingdom as we speak. So those that are living like this lack that ability. Yeah. Right? Because they, they, they literally 
cannot understand the spirit because those two, like it says in the, in the first verses that we read uh, that they can't, they're in conflict with each other. The sinful nature of the flesh is in constant conflict with the spirit. And so those that are living by the flesh, by the sinful nature of the flesh cannot inherit the kingdom of God. They don't, they, they can't because they're in conflict with the kingdom of God. And so anxiety, anxiety, I was going to say anxiety as an idol stops you from receiving the kingdom of God in yourself. I think it blocks it out. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Hmm? I I was just saying that I wasn't thinking about the kingdom of God when I was anxious over that piece of paper. Yeah. Because I was focused on the piece of paper. Yeah. I wasn't focused on God. I was focused on that stupid piece of paper. Yeah. So in those... Oh, you, you, sir. It is your turn, Pastor Vinny. So that's not to say that if you struggle here and there with anxiety, that you're not going to go to heaven. It just means when it's an idol you aren't receiving the kingdom of God in you in that moment. No, exactly. Exactly. And and that's the thing, right? Because those things are in conflict with each other. Yeah. I heard um, a preacher, you'll, you'll know who it is when I say Mm -hmm. describe anxiety in a, in an interesting way. He said, anxiety is nothing more than future tripping. Mm. It's tripping about the future. It's, being preoccupied or idolizing something that has not happened yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. It's projecting a possible outcome that may or may not happen. And even if it does happen, it may not happen the way that you're imagining it. It's, it's idolizing, if you will, vain imaginations. Yes. Things that yes. may or may not happen. Can I read a little quick, quick scripture, sir? Do it, do it before I get into tongue twisters. So I'm just, I pulled this up on my laptop here. Matthew 6 and starting in verse 31. Matthew 6, 31. I got the old-fashioned version, but I will translate it for you all. (laughs) Matthew 6, verse 31. Jesus is talking, so this is important. He says, therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? How the heck? Shall we be clothed? Right. Take no thought. So the thought is there. You can take it or leave it. The anxiety is there. It's it's knocking. You can take it or leave it. How do you take it? Mm. Saying. Mm. Verbalizing your fear. Verbalizing your anxiety. I had a chance a couple days ago. Uh, to be tested in this one myself. Yeah. Many, many of you know or don't know, I have a two-year-old um, that I'm raising. She is the, the joy of my life. Um, yeah. She is a canine. She is not a human. <laughs> but she's, she sleeps on my bed. She, uh, she eats her own poop. She gets into trouble. She's just <laughs> something else. She's but, a sweetheart. Milana is a, a German shepherd and she's just the sweetest little. She's the sweetest little ever poop eater you ever met. She's a poopy puppy. That's what she is. <laughs> Anywho, we have a fence that is designed to keep her in, but it failed to do so a couple of days ago. So I discovered this fact that she was no longer on my property. Mm. And as immediately, as soon as I saw that fence open, I had the opportunity and I took it. So, okay, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm on the clock, mind you, right? I'm working. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working from home. My, my baby ran away. Yeah. And I have no idea what to do. Obviously, my mind goes into like, was she hit by a car? Um, did she get into the field? There's coyotes. If you guys don't know in, in Nevada, coyotes are everywhere. Like, She's she's a German Shepherd, John, but she is the smallest, most 
passive, docile German Shepherd I have ever owned. I've owned I've owned quite a few German Shepherds and had family members that owned them. She she she, she would die. Okay. Yeah, she she's, would die. A pack of coyotes. Let me tell you that. She's like a giant lap dog. She's like. You know those 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 uh, dogs that you see that look like they should be carried in purses, like it's barely yeah. a. Do- it's like a companion. It's it's a baby. It's it's not it's not a dog. That's that th- that's Milana. She, she's she would enjoy yep. being carried everywhere. She's just a big baby. Milana is a sixty pound infant. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so. I'm deciding what I'm going to do. I'm checking online while I'm working different, you know, posting it on social media, texting you in a group chat, just, you know, mm-hmm. asking for prayer. And I'm like, okay, I, gotta, I still got to work. So I'm working and I'm productive there, but it's like, I got to focus on something. Yeah. And the Lord just kind of stopped me in the middle of all that chaos. Where's my baby? He said, these aren't his exact words, of course. This is Vinny's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying. She's okay. You're going to find her. Mm. Stop going through scenarios of freaking coyotes. Stop going through scenarios of hit by a car. Stop going through scenarios of this, that, the other. Like, we've all had that. We've all had that vision or had that dream where a family member is killed or where we all of a sudden have a health crisis that is insurmountable. Like we've all like, you've spe- I don't know if it's true for all extroverts, but I know as myself as an introvert, we, we like to go through war games in our heads. Mm-hmm. Like if this happens, what will I do? If this person says this, what will I do? If this horrible thing happens, what will my response be? That's all idolatry. That's all future tripping. That's all anxiety. It's not what the Lord wants us to do. So <laughs> yeah. he, he gave me this piece. And what do you know? Within an hour, I have a possible lead that she could have been picked up by an animal shelter. Within another hour, I'm at the animal shelter with her in my car. Oh. And she got a free microchip. It was super cool. Um, Nevada's animal control is amazing. Just want to do a quick shout out for them. But like going through all those scenarios in my head didn't uh, didn't help the situation one bit. Yeah, it was vain. Yeah, it was in vain. It mm. was uh, and it, it it only made things worse. It made my production at work worse. It made my mental state worse. Obviously. Uh, she was chilling. She was uh, sitting in the facility getting a, a free microchip and just having <laughs> the time of her life. <laughs> she, she got a free truck ride. <laughs> she must have been so happy. <laughs> oh, man. And, and you know, it, thinking about all the things that could happen, that's that's one of the main tools of anxiety, one of the main tools of the devil flooding our mind with things that like, like the chances of it actually happening are slim to none, but that's what your mind focuses on. That's -hmm. what your mind focuses on. And I want to make, I want to make very clear here. uh, We are not saying that if you suffer from anxiety, you're in danger of hell. That's not what we're saying. (laughs) Well, if that's true, then we're all doomed. Right. (laughs) Be anxious. We're all doomed. We're all doomed. Yeah. No, we're not uh, saying that. We're saying that these things block us from the fruits of the spirit. See, because we have the spirit, but the yes. fruits, what it produces, is different. You can plant a seed in the ground in the dirt. If it doesn't get watered, if it doesn't get cultivated, it's not going to grow and it's not going to produce. You could grow a plant. Oh, man, Vinny, I had a cherry tree growing up. When Me I, too. I yeah, two. we had a cherry yeah. tree. We had not one cherry on that tree the entire time we had it. Not one. 
the the entire time, and it didn't get any bigger than like ten feet. Aww. Like, <laughs> but we had a cherry tree. Yeah. But yeah. we didn't have any fruit on the cherry yeah. tree. Yeah. It wasn't tended. It wasn't fertilized. It wasn't. It wasn't making us anything to nourish us. And so that doesn't mean that it wasn't a cherry tree. It just means that it wasn't producing fruit. See, mm-hmm. it was still a cherry tree. See. Right. And so I'm not trying to sit here and say that people that have anxiety or battling anxiety, uh, that they aren't saved. I want to point yeah, they're out. Cherry trees. They're cherry trees. Uh, Genetically, they're cherry trees. Hey, there we go. Hey, oh, let's, you know what? Let me, let me clarify myself by reading this next part in Galatians 5, because I think it'll do a much better job than, than, than I can possibly do. So Galatians 5, starting at verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit... Is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. Mm. So we look at this, right? And, And if you continue, it talks about those that belong to Christ have crucified their sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let's not us become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So... But I want to focus in on that part that said, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. Love, joy, and peace. And peace. 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 So when we foster Holy Spirit, when we encourage Holy Spirit, when we commune with Holy Spirit, when we feed that, encourage that, Think on that. Give that our emotional capital. Yeah. That's the fruit that gets produced. Come on. That's what grows. See, the mm-hmm. acts of the sinful nature are obvious, right? And I, I obvious, obvious, easy to spot. The acts of the sinful nature are easy to spot. Anxiety clearly isn't of the Lord. It's clearly not what God wants. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. Yeah. And so we have, as fruit of the Spirit, something that the Lord wants inside of us, peace. We have peace. We can produce, through Holy Spirit, peace. Yeah. And we can be in those anxiety-producing situations and be at peace. That's not to say that we're not still battling anxiety, but we'll be at peace. Woo! You can be battling and still be at peace. Yes. That is a, that is a point that people don't understand. It's, peace is not something that's happening to you. It's something that's happening in you. Mm-hmm. Carry it with you. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like you have a bucket of cherries if you will and you're carrying it through a hailstorm well you may have hail hitting you but you're carrying cherries yeah completely weird analogy don't ever do that bad idea it would bruise, <laughs> it would bruise the cherries don't don't carry cherries in a hailstorm. <laughs> hey you remember that one time we went to bethel and uh they were yeah. singing all hail king jesus yeah. and then it started hey. hailing hey. <laughs> it was all hail Oh hell, man! Oh hell! Oh hell, man! Was it on cue? Yeah. Was it right when they started singing? It it was perfectly timed. Like what? Like, <laughs> it was a trip, golf dude. Ball. Golf ball, seriously. Tail, like <laughs> beautiful red sky and just pouring hail. 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 So (laughs) if (laughs) back on track, if we even have a track, who knows? Yeah, track. They sometimes you could uh, follow those rabbit trails and end up in a fun place, but uh, I was just thinking about Jesus and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And something you said sparked in me 
I, I think I've heard this before from some preacher somewhere that Jesus was the perfect personification of what it means to be of the spirit. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus did not have in him at all sin. Right? Mm-hmm. He was in the flesh and he was the only one that was able to follow all of the Old Testament laws. Yeah. Right? He was the only he was the perfect personification of what yeah. it means to be spirit led. Mm-hmm. And we know that reading the crucifixion and how he he sweated blood mm-hmm. was a, a a effect of what was coming. He knew in his flesh what was about to happen, and that that was a side effect of an extremely stressful situation. It's very rare, but it's an actual medical condition. Yeah. But he didn't sin. Jesus never sinned. And so he was, and so if Jesus never sinned and Jesus was the perfect personification of what it means to live by the spirit and the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, and peace. Yeah. So he was at peace while his flesh was being afflicted. Come Come on. He was at peace while he was being tortured to death. Come on. Because he held on to the spirit. He never slipped up. He never sinned. He he never sinned. Jesus was the perfect personification. He is the son of God. He was there in the beginning. And he sweated blood because of the amount of stress that he was about to be going through in the crucifixion. Yeah. You could say that his flesh was afflicted while his spirit was at peace. Yeah. And so and that's the same, like, ooh, yes. the same ability, the same power that raised him from the dead lives in you, John and me. Mm. Same and we have access to it. We don't automatically access it. We have to choose it. Yeah. But choose, choose this day who you will serve. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's revelation for me right now. That's revelation for me right now. Because we are really good at pointing out the specks in other people's eyes and ignoring our own plank. We're really good at that. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. And I tell you, right now, in this post-coronavirus, post-economic crash, post-job loss, post-racial tension, post-political uh, divide world that we live in, where there is everywhere you turn, anxiety-producing news stories anxiety producing things occurring anxiety producing things that people say anxiety producing conflict in this day and age we have access to the very same spirit that raised christ from the dead and kept him in peace in the middle of the most torturous situation that a human being could possibly go through. Yeah. And we have access to that. Can I we share have access to that. Yes, please. He bore our sins, is that correct? Yes, sir. He bore not just the sins that we think of like murder, lying, cheating, stealing. The word of God says that whatever is not of faith is sin. So this is this is what I see. He bore your anxiety. Mm. He bore your worry. He bore your depression. He bore that idolization of 
what may happen in the future. He bore anxiety. He carried it on himself, but he still had peace in his spirit. Mm. Like he had to have been going through every single sin that has ever been committed, including the sin of idolizing your Mm. anxieties. And he chose to push through it. He chose peace. He chose the father's will and not his own. Mm. And we, we say, okay, well, he was God. He can do, he can do no, he was a man. Yeah. And God. And greater works will you do because he goes to his father. We have Holy Spirit. We have the fruits of the spirit. We have it all. We have it all. Man. And, we can, and you know, we <laughs> I was, uh, I was on TikTok the other day and, uh, <laughs> I came across this video and there's all sorts of content on TikTok. If y'all don't know what it is, basically TikTok is an app. It's kind of like Vine, but instead of six second video clips, they are one minute. And so it gives you a bit more time to do things. And uh, there's a lot of Christian content creators on there, uh, but some of them are kind of full of baloney. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) This guy... yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't go. I don't go on the TikTok. That's for the youth child. Not, oh. not for me. Oh gosh, <laughs> not that you're a youth child. It's just in general. <laughs> hey, cringy. I could totally twist scripture to make it okay that I'm supposed to be, you know, an adult, but at the same time childlike. But I won't do that because that would be misappropriation of the no, word. No. Anyway, 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 dumb, dumb people on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> This guy was saying that it was blasphemy, blasphemy to say that Jesus did all of his miracles as a man and not as God. Mm. He was saying it was blasphemy. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was a man. He was in flesh. He told his disciples before they even had Holy Spirit indwelling, go cast out devils and demons. Yeah. Yeah. Go heal the sick. He told them yeah. to. Yeah. And they didn't have Holy Ghost. No. But so, and I was like, that doesn't compute. But the fact is that there are so many people that literally think that there is no power being filled with the spirit, there's just, well, now you're just not going to burn in hell. No, there's power. There's power. Like if we can overcome the lies of the enemy, if we can get over our own bad selves, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I want to do a podcast on that. Um, definitely spicy topic. Definitely mm. uh, worth exploring. Oh, that is a spicy topic. And and we're for those of you still listening, uh, <laughs> we were going to talk about uh, critical Christians today originally. That was uh, – well, we I had some notes too, and I still have them. I may never use them. Don't hey, I've got, I've got three pages in my little, uh, my little notebook here. Uh, but well, uh, well, what's up? I want to see the notes. <laughs> I'll send you a screenshot. Uh, but I tell you, it, it, there are heavy topics that we have to be able to talk about. And there are things that are afflicting the entire body of Christ. Afflicting the body of Christ. When I say the body of Christ, I'm talking about every single person that looks to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You're part of the body of Christ, and we're all supposed to be one. And we allow so much petty bullcrap to distract us from the purpose of what it means to be in the body of Christ. Yeah. And, and and that's what that's why we do this. That's that's why we're here. You know? And yeah. and so the, to that effect today focusing on anxiety. I know I'm not the only person. I know Vinny's not the only person who struggled with this lately. A lot of you guys are, and I've got a couple more scriptures I want to read, and then we'll just see where the Lord takes us. How's that sound, sir? Sounds amazing, sir. 
So I'm going to read a scripture from Isaiah 44. This is one of my favorite scriptures. It's kind of long-winded, but it it has so many different purposes. Do you ever do you ever read scripture, sir? And you read it and it applies to one situation and then later on the Lord provokes it in your mind and it starts it starts becoming more multifaceted. Do you ever get that? I have had that happen and it usually makes me either jump up and down or start repenting. Right. Like you read it your whole life, like you're seeing it one way and then, and then all of a sudden it becomes actual revelation to you. Yeah. And there's, there's a certain weight to that. Like you, you need to do something with that because God showed yeah. that to you. God showed that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and the wonderful thing about it is that the, the Bible has been called the living word, the living word, right? And we know from the beginning of the book of John that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And so we know that this is literally God's manifested self in a page form, right? On this, on this paper here. Uh, but there are people that will read a scripture, memorize it, think it means one thing, apply a definition to it, and then shelf it. And yeah. then they only pull that scripture out in a certain situation because to them, it only means one thing. It can only I mean, apply in one situation. Yeah. Right? And I've been there too. And then like later on, the Lord like rebukes me like, no, that, that's for way more than what you think. And so this scripture in Isaiah 44 is one of those. It's one that hit me so hard when I first read it, and I keep revisiting it over and over again through the years because, man, it just it speaks to me, and I hope it speaks to you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading it. Isaiah 44, starting at verse 12. The blacksmith takes a tool, and he works with it in, in the coals. He shapes an idol with hammers. He forges it with the might of his arm. He gets hungry and loses his strength. He drinks no water and grows faint. The carpenter measures with a line and makes an outline with a marker. He roughs it out with chisels and marks it with compasses. He shapes it in the form of a man, of man in all of his glory, that it may dwell in a shrine. He cut down cedars or perhaps took a cypress or oak, and he let it grow amongst the trees of the forest and or planted a pine, and the rain made it grow. It is man's fuel for burning. Some of it he takes and he warms himself. He kindles a fire and he bakes bread. But he also fashions a god and worships it. He makes an idol and he bows down to it. Half of the wood he burns in the fire. Over it he prepares his meal. He roasts his meat and eats his fill. He also warms himself and says, Ah, I'm warm. I see the fire. From the rest he makes a god, his idol. He bows down to it and he worships. He prays to it and says, save me, you are my God. They know nothing. They understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so that they cannot see and their minds closed so they cannot understand. No one stops to think. No one has the knowledge or understanding to say half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood? He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, Is not this thing in my right hand a lie? Just let that sink in for a second. He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. That kind of sounds like anxiety. Yeah. A deluded heart misleads him. it, It just makes me think like back then, people were a lot more honest with their delusions. Mm. Like they would literally worship a thing, a mm-hmm. piece of wood, as an idol that they carved themselves. What they carved themselves, and we know, right? We know now 
that those idols represented spirits. They represented demonic spirits. And one of those spirits, as you said, is anxiety. Yes. Something that we idolize, that we put above God. And we take it and we hold on to it. And it's just a thing. It's a thing. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. It's oh. just a piece of paper. Yeah. It's just a lost dog. It's just a vain imagination. It's just a vain imagination. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's just a thing. Yeah. It's just a thing. Like I know we're trying to this might sound flippant. This might sound very flippant to somebody that's that struggles with anxiety. But we are not minimizing your pain. We're minimizing the thing that causes your pain. Yeah. Because if if we were to minimize your pain, then we would be minimizing what Jesus went through. Amen. And we're not minimizing what Jesus went through because he went through, the Bible says, the most torturous experience. He didn't even look like a man. He suffered the worst pain a person could possibly imagine. So I'm not in any way minimizing the pain that he went through because he suffered for a purpose. So I'm not minimizing your pain. I'm minimizing the thing that is causing your pain because, see, Jesus took it on the cross. I was going to say Isaiah 53. He bore it. He bore your griefs. He, mm-hmm. he like he lifted. He literally lifted it up. Yes, on himself. He bore your sorrows. Mm. Like that verse has weight to it because sorrow has weight to it. What you're going through is significant. Yeah. Significant enough for Jesus to take it upon himself. Yes, and take it away from you because he thought you worth the effort he thought you worth the pain of going through every single thing temp- every temptation you have gone through every thought that has crossed your mind has crossed his and he took it and it's gone and you have the power to overcome it and i'm not we're not saying like john said we're not saying it's 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 insignificant and we're not judging you for going through it but we are saying you don't have to yes yes he did for you it's something that we, as, as beloved children of God, are given the ability to overcome because of the great love that God has for us. That we are given the ability, through the fruits of the Spirit, we are given the ability to overcome these obstacles. And as long as we do not idolize them and lift them up, As long as we do not take this anxiety, this pain, and hold it in our hand and stare at it, at the thing causing the anxiety, we don't don't stare at it, and we don't lift it up, and and we don't look at it as a thing that has power, but instead look at it as an obstacle to overcome. Look at it as a thing that we are going to win over. And look at it as something that ultimately does not have power over us. Oh, sure, it might afflict. Oh, sure, it might have a side effect, but it is not our God. It does not steer our spirit. And it will push us in the direction that it wants us to go. Mm. I'm going to read one more scripture. This is in Philippians 4. I think you're probably knowing exactly where I'm going. Let's hear it, sir. Philippians 4, starting at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Not be anxious about anything. But, and we all know the word but, cancels out the statement prior to it. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which we know is the third fruit of the Spirit, 
and the peace of God and the fruits of the Spirit, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whenever you have learned or whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace. The God of peace. Jesus was at peace in the trials. He did not sin. Jesus had the fullness of Holy Ghost inside of him. He had the fullness of God inside of him on the cross, getting tortured and crucified. And then he was resurrected, and he put inside of us the ability to overcome anxiety, the ability to overcome fear, the ability to overcome these things that desperately want to be our idols. They want to be our idols. They want us to bow down to them. They want us to fear them. That's another thing I remember Pastor Trey saying, that whatever it is you fear is what you worship. Mm, yeah. Remember that? Whatever it is you fear is what you worship. Because if you greatly fear it, you're acknowledging its power. Yeah. Which is what? Idolatry. Yeah. Sir, do you want to lead us in prayer? And then we can conclude. But I, I want you to pray about this for, for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we praise you. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus that anxiety and fear and worry are defeated foes. We thank you, Jesus, for bearing every worry, every grief on your body as you suffered, but you chose God's will. You chose the Father's will. You chose to take away every vain imagination, every idol that exalts itself above your word, Jesus. You chose to take it on your body, and you chose to lift it up on that cross, to lift it up off my shoulders, off John's shoulders, off every person listening to us's shoulders. And I thank you, God, that your work against anxiety is finished work. That it is a defeated enemy that we do not have to bow to it or cling to it as an idol anymore. So right now I speak life into every person that is feeling that anxiety, feeling guilt over anxiety, feeling condemnation over anxiety. I say that Jesus' grace, Jesus' blood is enough. Yes. To cover you right now. I speak to that person that's worried right now about the, the health of their family. The person that's worried right now about providing for their family. I'm saying to you right now, you do not have to. And you do not have uh, the... Mm, you do not have the right to hold on to that anymore. Because that's Jesus' property. That, 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 that whatever's causing that anxiety doesn't belong to you. If you are in the blood of Jesus, if you are in his family, if you are washed by his blood, that doesn't belong to you anymore. It's in your mind. It's in your head. It's tormenting you. It is real. It is heavy, but it's not yours. So in the name of Jesus, I break it. I break the spirit of anxiety. I break the spirit of future tripping, the spirit that, that goes through scenarios, that sees, that sees things turning out not the way you want them to. And I say that that thought pattern doesn't belong to you anymore. 
pattern belongs on the cross and it belongs in the grave and it belongs taken to the pit of hell where Jesus took the keys of death and hell and made a mockery of that thing that is currently tormenting you right now. I speak the love of Jesus. I speak the peace that passes all understanding over you right now. I say anxiety is a thing of the past, a thing of your past. It is a testimony to the finished work of Jesus in your life today, tonight, in his mighty name. I agree with that statement. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. He knows what he's doing, man. He does. He knows what he's doing. I I needed this. <laughs> Man. Well, we could sit here and make random noises into the microphone for the next down. half an down. hour. <laughs> oh, no, people got to sleep, I guess. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> well, like, well, like me have to. Oh, oh gosh! Yeah, see, I, I probably don't even go to sleep until about four o'clock in the morning. We are so different. I love you so much. Night, Al. I love you too, brother. So this has been the Vinny and John Show. Uh, like we said earlier, if you'd like to send us a message, uh, email us at the Vinny and John Show at zohomail.com. We would love to connect with you, pray with you. If you want to drop us an idea for a conversation, that's great, too. Uh, we love you. Thank you for listening. God bless, and have a wonderful week. Good night. We love you.